笑着。Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Clerks one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry, and I'm Chris Derkach. And today we are covering Minute Eleven, quite possibly the greatest automaton minute ever. <laughs> and we are joined by a non-automaton, Craig Cohen from Slycast. Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, just another uh, wonderful uh, minute at the quick stop. <laughs> <laughs> Settle in, don't worry. It's only another. Uh, what, another 30 minutes before we leave this location? <laughs> At least. Yeah. Uh, Chris and I just love movies where it's like one location the entire time. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So, <laughs> we did The Burbs. It was all one back lot. We did this. It's all one place. I'm we thinking maybe our... Tarantino minute. It was all in the warehouse. Yeah, it's all, it's all in the warehouse. <laughs> uh, where, where you want... You want Night of the Living Dead minute. It's all in the farmhouse. Yeah, it's all in the farmhouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was strange. Maybe we'll do Lifeboat next. You know? <laughs> All right, so this minute begins with Veronica's hero shot and ends with Dante selling some cigarettes. Yeah, we go a long way in this minute. I think we begin. Do we get the other half of the acid wash jeans? We sure do. Yeah, we get that guitar stroke and then pan up of her. She gets, it's a pretty cool like scene where they bring her in. And then who's leading this mob? <laughs> <laughs> I should have asked my mom about this before uh, I sat down with you guys, but there was a, a point before Clerks where, I guess, and after Clerks, where the actress who played Veronica worked at a hair salon that my mom actually went to and, you know, had, like, gotten her hair washed prior to a cut by, uh, by Veronica. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, like, seriously, it was one of those times where, like, me and my brother were watching the movie for like the 85th time or whatever and my mom walked into the room and she's like yeah i know that girl <laughs> i guess it's one of those things of you just assume you see somebody in a movie you're like well this must be what they do for a living yeah and it may be she i mean i know she has acted since then steadily off and on for like the last you know 25 years yeah but unless you're you know making the big bucks yeah you gotta have a real job somewhere too yeah, yeah. It's not like she got big money out of this. The best thing this probably did for her is she can hit the convention circuit off of it. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Charge for autographs? Definitely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's not big money either for the level of movie, but, you know, paying the bills is paying the bills at a certain point. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Kevin Smith some props here. He makes a camera move here at the beginning. you got to hang on tight for it. You know, it's the uh, low-to-high hero shot. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's not quite as good as the hero shot in Temple of Doom of Indiana Jones, but it's his first movie. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instead of holding a gun in her hand, she's got the fire extinguisher. <laughs> she looks badass when she's standing there. Like she yeah. looks, She's intimidating a little bit. <laughs> Kicking ass with a purse on her shoulder. <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned over my life, is that women can do anything, and that purse never comes off the shoulder. <laughs> Yeah, of course. Who's leading this mob? Yeah. Yeah, her dialogue is written like she has a gun in her hand and has just stopped a robbery. She's holding it like a gun the whole time, too. She's pointing <laughs> it the whole time. Well, and everybody reacts like it's a gun, too, especially the Chulis gum guy when he tries to sneak out. <laughs> like, what would happen if she, you know, like, if he kept walking? She would spray yeah. him again? Yeah, what's she, she going to do? She yells freeze. She even yells freeze. <laughs> 
uh, uh, freeze, Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I'm gonna have a cold town on the hot. Oh God, I screwed it up. I couldn't remember yeah, the old stupid Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I tried to make a real deep pull from Batman Forever <laughs> or Batman and Robin. Couldn't come up with it. <laughs> Let me just pick up that joke I dropped. Uh, if you notice, when the Chulies Gum guy is walking out the door, there's another fire extinguisher hanging up next to him. Oh. <laughs> but I can't tell because it's black and white, but that looks like a water fire extinguisher. Oh. It doesn't look well, like the uh, dry chemical ones like she shot. Well, that makes sense because they probably wouldn't have used the store's real fire extinguisher. Because <laughs> then they would have had to replace it. <laughs> yeah. I could see the owner being like, no. <laughs> like, I already don't know why you're in my store at night and what you're getting up to. That's an odd place for a refrigerator there, too. Like, it's got, like, a half-used half bottle of ketchup, it looks like, in there. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It's got a bottle of it's, it's, like, random items. Yeah. It looks less like a store refrigerator and more like my actual refrigerator. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a jar of pickles, maybe some beer on the bottom. <laughs> but that is really, like, independent New Jersey, like, deli-type stuff going on there, though. <laughs> uh, I will admit, the only thing that I missed that I see in a lot of convenience stores in Jersey are the... I love the snacks that are right by the windows that are faded from the sun because they've been sitting there so long. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, there's like a the, a four-pack of, like, chewy Chips Ahoy that were red, and now they're orange. If you pick the first one up, you can see the one behind it is still bright red. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll bet these are, these are probably safe to eat. <laughs> it's one thing to walk into a place like that and buy something off the shelf, you're already probably buying something stale. But you see people go in there and, like, get hot food. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you do this to your body? Like, did you lose a bet? <laughs> yeah, I enjoy He turns around. I don't, I'm pretty sure just, I don't think he has another line. He doesn't have a line this whole minute, I don't think. I uh, know, I don't he, think so. He silently hands his credentials. She says freeze, and he freezes before he hits that door yeah. and spins around. He's got kind of the, uh, the rock's eyebrow going, too, when he first turns around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's good eyebrow work by him. Yeah. <laughs> that dude was at a convention within the last couple of years. I remember before I left New Jersey, or right after I left New Jersey, I saw he was advertised for, I think, the, the chiller that, that they do uh, twice a year or whatever up in uh, uh, Parsippany. That's oh uh, the chillers. That's not the uh, no. That's the other one. That's New Jersey Horrorcon. It's the Rob Bruce one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He hits a lot of conventions. He uh, there's another podcast I listen to called uh, Masters of None. They this was years and years ago. They did like a almost like a Kevin Smith con. We're like, hey, we're gonna have this big thing for just Kevin Smith, and of course nobody showed up for it. Yeah. <laughs> but he showed up because they invited him, and he showed up, and he was like, he had his own movie that he was trying to get people to watch. <laughs> And they, at first they were like, hey, this guy's pathetic. And they're like, we paid him to come here. We're the idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he reaches into his bag and she goes slowly. And he does. Yeah, he does. He's scared. Again, he like, she's, like he's going he's to get shot with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a girl that's half the size with a large bow in her hair. <laughs> at that point when she says, get out of here, in the script, she actually, uh, he, she, he flees and she shoots him again with the chemical to, from the fire extinguisher <laughs> as he leaves. But uh, they must have not have been, had any more chemical, or else they would have used that. Or you mean they were out of baby powder? Yeah, they might have been out of baby powder. I'm wondering if it would have been a tougher shot. The other way, it looks like they were able to just like kind of launch it onto everybody. Yeah. 
Also, his shop was walking out the door, so they had to use that during the day. Right. So the store would have been open when they oh, were trying okay. to pull that shot That's off. That's why. Yes. He said he quickly flees, and she blasts him with more chemical as he exits, so. Yeah, that sounds good in the script. It's a little tougher on the day to be like, uh, yeah, we don't have time for this during the yeah. day. Just, just walk out the door. Let's <laughs> just go. <laughs> and what is she standing on? Because right after that, she steps she steps down before she goes over to... Yeah, she climbs up on something. Yeah, she's up on something. Yeah. I don't think we ever see what she climbs up on. She has to... I'm sure that she's not on anything that's actually in that store, because there's no way you could stand on a store shelf... In a convenience store. I got to guess. Milk crate. I bet you it's a milk crate. She's standing she, on. <laughs> she jumped. Yeah, she... No, you know what she's standing on? She's standing on the... The freezers. No. Yeah, she was up on the freezers. The ones you open up and there's like ice cream inside of them. Okay. <laughs> like the low freezers. Right, the sliding ones. Yeah. The ones where you beg your parents to give you the ice cream out of it. Uh, yeah. Even though it's been sitting there for ten years. <laughs> It comes out, and it's got, like, three inches of frost on it. That's just protective ice coating. Don't worry about that. You're good. I'm like, you're fine. Just eat that. <laughs> and what's, that's an odd line, too. And you people, don't you have jobs to go to? Get out of here. Go commute. What does go commute? Who's that that? That's one of those things where Jeff had said in the last minute, like, you know, this is dialogue that nobody would actually speak in real life. <laughs> go well, commute. I'd like to... Yeah, I would like to see uh, someone come in and yell at somebody and call them easily led automatons. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll ask you, Chris. You get the dictionary question for this episode. What is an automaton? Guess what? I knew you were going to give me the, the dictionary, <laughs> so I looked it up. <laughs> and I cheated this time. <laughs> you want me to read the definition to you? That I'm oh, about? go ahead. I know Craig knows what it is. Craig watches Star Trek. He knows what it is. <laughs> it says a moving mechanical device made an imitation of a human being. Also known as the plot of every fifth original series episode. <laughs> <laughs> Also, All right. when it says Walt's, when Walt's at the counter and he says pack of cigarettes, that's not in the script at all. You think that was, it might have been an admin on the day type thing you, to you give think? a little zinger to the scene? <laughs> Which it, is amazing because that's really like the the ultimate way to end that scene. That it's, is the definite finish, perfect. you're right. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, otherwise the scene would just, because oh, what does it cut to after that? After Well, we go to the next bit, but yeah, then the scene would just kind of just fade away. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it I almost just... feels like it almost feels like that scene was written for that joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it says Dante Dante is sitting on the floor at the end of that, so it's it would, the whole joke was would be gone. Yeah, you need that joke. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's glad he came up with it. Otherwise, this is a weird transition because you don't know who she is yet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like. Uh, Brian O'Halloran's disgust that this guy's still buying the cigarettes is amazing. No, uh, great. <laughs> he almost throws the change at him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever worked any kind of real t- retail job, you've had something like this or anything in the service industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've had people you hate. Yeah, or someone <laughs> that berates you and then they're like, okay, now I still expect my service. And you silently wish for their death as they walk away. <laughs> uh, yeah, our minute ends... Our minute ends like it's going to a commercial break. He slams yeah. down the change, and then uh, Dante exits stage right. Yeah. I guess technically yeah. stage left from his point of view. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about theater, guys. I'm kind of <laughs> <God's pretty. laughs> 
The only reason why I know that terminology is from a Warner Brothers cartoon. Or not Warner Brothers, <laughs> Hannibal Bear. <laughs> Let's see. I was going to see if I actually had anything in my notes. You know, besides Ashton Wasp jeans and those Entenmann's donuts look really good in the background. <laughs> and they were, they were on sale, too, I think. It's at, uh, trying to get back to it. As much oh, as we ripped, yeah, we ripped local convenience stores earlier. Um, if I see Entenmann's, it gets bought. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new singles. That's what I saw. <laughs> yeah, Entenmann's and Tasty Cakes are above that. <laughs> well, some of us had to leave Tasty Cakes behind when they left New Jersey, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you have the glitz and glamour of Las Vegas. But you got no tasty cakes. <laughs> I got an In-N-Out burger, though. <laughs> uh, it's overrated. I've been out there. <laughs> That's not true. They're actually very good. <laughs> you know what else, though? I mean, we, we've we also got Del Taco out here, which the fact that I can get, you know, a burrito or a taco with French fries, I can't believe Taco Bell just hasn't gone down that road yet. I feel like they're just not doing it to prove a point. <laughs> Stubbornness? <laughs> yeah, they're just like, no, no, we're not going to do it. Like, no. You want a side order? Eat our nachos. Yeah. You want a side order? Go next door to Long John Silver's or KFC or whatever we're attached to. <laughs> because we started to go under, so we had to start attaching our stores to each other. Yeah, we started mixing them together. So, what do you think was worse for uh, Walt's health this day? Getting sprayed with uh, fire-retarding chemicals or smoking their cigarettes? <laughs> we never see him smoke a cigarette, so I'm going with the chemicals. Yeah, and, uh, Fun Kevin Smith fact, uh, in about three more movies, he's going to spray another one of his major characters with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> Maybe that's a trope that he really likes. I can't remember any other fire extinguisher action, but those are the two that come to mind. All right, I don't think I have anything else. Chuli's gum, Chuli's gum. I, again, I already said that I thought it was a great idea not to have him say anything. Yeah. As he walked out the door. Don't even give him a line. Don't even give him a chance to try to stand up to her. Because it makes her look that much stronger to just push him out the door. After Dante was just getting, you know, abused yeah. by him. <laughs> Alright, Chris, you got anything else left? No. I mean, right at the end of this minute, the Chulis gum thing's still sitting there. So it is a perfect ending for this minute. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's it. I mean, I could uh, I could open a conspiracy theory here. I can go uh, Indiana Jones style on you. Uh, when Veronica comes in and she's by the Entenmann's, she's standing next to the sign that says New Singles. And by the end of this movie, she will be newly single. <laughs> too deep, you think? Too deep for clerks, maybe? Maybe. Maybe a little too deep. <laughs> All right, Craig, do you have anything else? Anything we missed? No, I think I, I covered everything. Mainly, uh, you know, that story about, uh, I, I, you know what? I, a, a, after we're done, I should call my mom and, and, and ask her if she remembers Veronica. <laughs> all right. All right. This, that's all. Make sure you check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, swing over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Go over to Movies by Minutes. Check out all the other multitude of movies that are getting the minute treatment. Pay uh, special attention to the Star Wars Minute, which started the whole thing, so you can thank them or blame them, depending on how full your iTunes list currently is. If you're enjoying the voices on this minute, you can check out the Burbs Minute. Let's complete it. Yes, the completed Burbs Minute. (laughs) 
it's a, what about 99 episodes? Nice short run. <laughs> no Lord of the Rings, 250 episodes or whatever theirs are. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. <laughs> uh, they're doing the extended version, too. They're doing the director's cut. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know how they do it. Their one movie will be longer than, like, our first three movies. <laughs> <laughs> also, make sure you uh, check out Craig over on Slycast with uh, me, Jeff Hewlett, and Mike Kunda. And if you're a Star Trek fan, as alluded to earlier, uh, you can catch him where him and Jeff Hewlett covered all of the original series on Tricorder Transmissions, which is still going. Yeah, Although yeah. they're all over the place now. They do all kinds of stuff on Tricorder Transmissions now. <laughs> yeah, Jeff has taken that show in an amazing direction, but the initial concept that we did was 80 episodes of the original series, scene-specific commentaries, which um, it's kind of like a, a minute podcast uh, compressed into one podcast. Yeah. And, and if you're a real completionist of all the things I've been on, if you go way back into the archives of Tricorder Transmissions, I was on the special Arena episode. Yes. Or as it's known to non-Star Trek fans, the one where Kirk fights the big lizard guy. Was that your first <laughs> taste of podcasting? Um, no, I was on... I was you on a Flux Capacicast. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> with a uh, guy and uh, Jeff, I think. I think yeah, I think Jeff was on the first time, or maybe John Jay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was a long time ago. <laughs> that was. I mean, it, we talked about Guy the last minute. It was a good thing he was there for that because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and if you're listening to these minutes, you're probably thinking not much has changed. He still doesn't. <laughs> but you shouldn't be thinking that because I'm not even supposed to be here today. Just so bad you.